This Clazy Shane and Kimber podcast is available for you wherever you are. Just like Rams Home Loans are with you during the entire loan process, from gaining the loan and for the life of the loan. The uh, second Ashes test about to get underway with England. One zip in the Ashes. This is scary, Shane, but it's back on again tonight at Lords. i got to tell you, I'm not happy, Jan. Oh, none of us are happy. Not Hun- happy. Our next guest played 103 tests. He's a ledge. We love him. Eight, over 8,500 runs. Top score of 380. He's a, a superstar on the grill. We love his barbecue work. And when he calls English placeman Jimmy Anderson a clown, we love him more. Matthew Hayden. <laughs> hey, Doss. Yeah, good. Let's talk about Jimmy Anderson, mate. He plays for England. He's a, a bowler of note. Did pretty well, evidently, in the first test. He said that Australia wouldn't share a drink with England uh, after the de- crushing defeat. Mm. Is it a normal thing to do to uh, catch up with the opposition for uh, test or, or uh, one-day games? Well, it's normal if you're a decent bloke, yeah. Okay, uh, here uh, we go. Uh, <laughs> he's a bit of a plonker, is he? Uh, look, I, I think it was interesting because when I first started, it was abnormal not to share a drink. Yeah. Before, during, after play, basically, through that sort of non-professional era. Everyone, you know, loved to loved to celebrate. And, and there was a great... Um, Great camaraderie between all the players, I think, in a very different era of cricket. I mean, you only have to look back, you know, to our forefathers, guys like Bradman, where they'd smash the ball through the covers and there wasn't any diving, I can tell you. The, the, the uh, whites stayed well and truly white. Mm, yes. Uh, they clap it to the boundary. So talking about very different era, very different times, and, and I, I guess I played through both the era of non-professionals and professional, and the more expectation in the pr- professional era... Where Jason Gillespie said they used to put the beers on ice, now they put us on ice. And I guess <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways that, that sort of pretty much typified the normal sort of customs or cultures where you used to have a drink on the fielding side, uh, the batting side would go in after the end of a day's play. That then went to the end of the test match. Yeah. That then went to basically having a drink at the end of the series. Right, okay. You know, so yeah. in the thick of battle, mate, I, I don't, I think Jimmy Anderson's just taking the missive. Mickey, to be quite honest, he's just one. He's got the tabloids on his side. Mm. He's wanting to turn the key, and he's wanting to paint us to be the arrogant Aussies and look at us. You know, we've lost, and now we're not having a drink. We're a pack of sooks. And I can assure you right now that that's not the case. Yeah. And I hope what is the case is we come out in Lord's Test match and smash them, yep. and invite them into a drink, and then start to turn in the screws back on them the same way they're trying to play the media out. Yeah. So they're smart, and good luck to him. I mean, he's. He's obviously growing up as a bowler and he's growing up as an individual and as a talent off the field as well because, you know, this we're talking about something we probably shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're true. right, man. Hey, look, for this test, Hados, does Michael Clark have to put up a big poster of Glenn McGrath in the chain rooms just there at Lords, just for the uh, for the boys <laughs> to remind them of line and length for the pacemen? Yeah, well, look, we had um, Rhino on Willow Talk, um, which I don't think actually Willow Talk features over in, in Perth, but it's around uh, the Triple M networks where Shane... Shane um, sorry, Mark War and Graham Swan are on air. Uh, and we were talking about this last week in terms of, you know, who the great bowlers were. And we classified Ryan Harris yeah. to be one guy that never gave away the top of off stump. Mm. And that was exactly what Glenn McGrath did. There's no rocket science in bowling, but it's hard yeah. to execute that ball after ball. And he was just a genius uh, at it, as as was Ryan Harris. And, you know, his influence around the group will surely be that guys... We need to focus on the simple basics of discipline of bowling, yep. which is the off stump. And McGrath, you know, obviously featured in that through his career. He didn't really necessarily do much with the ball. 
but he did enough. You can't get Willow Talk here, mate, at uh, triplem.com.au, 8 o'clock Sundays. Now, Haydos, uh, tell yeah. us, um, you've played at Lords. This game is at Lords. I've had the privilege of going into the change rooms there and seen how uh, untidy really the green vinyl uh, long oh, cushions are. What does Shane have in common with Matthew Hayden that I can't uh, claim to? I had, I had the behind the scenes. Hey. Got a pretty strange smell in the room. Yeah, yeah, a very yeah. Smell. It's peculiar. But tell me, what is it like to play out there? Even though, because it's got that uh, dip that goes down one side as well. Yeah, it is. It is really just on the batting stunts. If nothing else, you, you kind of really feel like it's very easy to. I didn't need much encouragement to fall over the ball. Let me tell you, to the onside. <laughs> yeah, I, I really did feel like I I would fall over the ball down one one end of the ground. Mm. It's very significant, the slope. Um, but you, I guess more than anything, it's kind of got that really unique feel and you feel like you're kind of tiptoeing on the graves of, of the greats mm. um, and the traditions of the game. In fact, more recently, my wife just uh, run the London Marathon and I worded the kids up because I wanted to take them out and have a look at Lords and I worded the kids up you know, about how, you know, as a young fella, I was never allowed anywhere near the ground. In fact, I tried to get on once and basically got railroaded out and sent packing. Yeah. And so I put the fear of God into them before we actually got to the ground. So I got to the edge of the Lord's Pavilion under that sort of strange media box that they've got there. Yep, yep. Mm. And Space I said, ship. look, come on, let's yeah, let's just go on. Let's go on. And they're like, nah, no, no way, Dad, no chance of that. I said, nah, no, 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 I think we'll be right, you know. Yeah. So I get about halfway to the ground and the uh, the groundsman, comes running towards me, and the kids start to basically go, Dad, I just told you, you know. <laughs> the groundsman came up, gave me a big hug, you know. like, Oh, <laughs> oh I love it. <laughs> and then I, I kept walking along after that, and the doors to the uh, directly to the left-hand side of the home team change room are occupied by um, John Stevens, who I used to play as captain with um, uh, for Hampshire. And the doors opened, and... Said, hey! Thought, oh, here we go. Trouble. I noticed that walk. You can't miss it from the world alone. <laughs> so the kids had this, you know, fantastic experience. That's great. Course. They went up in behind all the the old sort of uh, original tennis centre. I don't know if you guys have visited there when you went, but yep. the actual, uh, you know, how tennis started. Uh, and then the old MCG, uh, MCC uh, Museum, which was magic, you know. So yeah. it is a really classic place. And above everything, it's got damn good lunches. <laughs> good lunches at Lords. You, you can't like that. I mean, man, if you've got any doubt whether you want to return after lunch just before you're batting, knock one up because, mate, you've got a great lunch. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> hey, mate, we're a bit biased here in Perth, but Mitchell Marshall, Shane Watson, if you select the word, would you go for the second test? Well, look, I'm going to be a very lone voice, and I, and I know that I'm probably an unpopular voice, and, and it probably is not going to happen anyway, but I mm. would still keep Shane Watson in the side for this test match. Right. Um, on the basis of experience and, and on the basis of um, just keeping the side together, when, when it's turmoil, which it would have been, and, and the, their preparation would have been obviously very distracted with a lot of noise in the press, Yeah. Um, just you feel like you're under siege there when you're losing it. And I think just for that sake alone, experience count. Mitch is a fine young player and a great fella, and he's going to have a huge career in Test cricket, I'm certain of it. But if we wait one more test just to see whether Shane can resurrect, give him notice, Shane, you know, you've played one test, we need you to perform. And I've been in that situation, fellas, in the fifth test match in 2005. I had a shocking Ashes series. I didn't score above 30. 
I knew my spot was on the line. I came out and got 100. We drew the game and lost the Ashes. But then I, I think I got 500s in a row on the back of it. So sometimes, you know, when you're a champion, I know Shane is, sometimes you just need that little bit of extra backing in a time when you're under pressure and then things can turn around, like he did in the World Cup. Um, you know, so I would keep him in short, but I wouldn't, I obviously would put him on notice. Oh, well, if Kelly's doing marathons, mate, maybe go prepare some more water bottles. And uh, if uh, Marshy does get a game, there'll be three Mitchells in one team. That'll be a, a world first yeah. in world cricket. <laughs> yeah. And look, obviously, I hope that they, they smash them. I mean, there's no, there's no worse winner yeah. of, of uh, any competition than a POM, you know. So for me, <laughs> I, I hope we smash them. Thanks, Adolf. No worries. Good Matthew all our uh, Brits in the northern suburbs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Hayden joining us this morning. You can check him out on Willow Talk uh, right here in Perth uh, at triple m.com.au. We're this morning for Rams Home Loans. Shane, you're not happy. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, going to war uh, because so it's 10 degrees and I'm a man who loves a thong. I love a thong and I wear them quite often. There's a bit of Fred Flintstone about me. Mm. Uh, I don't like wearing shoes. Now, well, what's been happening with the shoes in the situation that, well, you have to when it's this kind of weather. Of course. You've got the tight socks and I don't have really big legs. <coughs> Save me from saying it. Chuck over there. Yeah, I was wondering if we were supposed to step in Chicken there. legs. Oh, I left you the gap there. Yeah, Spoon food. Do some more uh, calf work, mate. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I've got bad knees. Oh, that's right. That's what's costing oh, me. On the knees. But uh, I, I, I wear a sock and I do buy them from the supermarket. So where you buy your groceries, they, they have a little aisle That's where... unusual for you. I thought you'd buy Burberry <laughs> socks. <laughs> well, they're just socks. They're just socks, but they, they look a tourniquet around my ankle. Oh, that's no good. But uh, I asked the question, going to war on wearing footwear, yep. like shoes, and uh, I've got Rena. Rena? Yep, yep, yep. Hey, Rena, now, are you in the trenches with me and you hate wearing shoes? Oh, Shane, I am so far out of the trenches, mate. I'm on a different planet. Go, girl. What, what do you mean? You like, <laughs> especially women. You got you got a, a scuff. That's comfortable. But you, you your heels. You want, like wearing heels? I wear them all. I don't care what kind of shoe it is. I'll put it on my feet. I do not go. Anywhere. Oh, okay. Well, Rena, Shane and I have both been in uh, Singapore lately. They wear Crocs over there. The Crocs, Crocs are in every <laughs> shop. Would you go there? Well, a Croc is a garden shoe. Okay. Yes, all right. <laughs> Come on, then. Thanks for that. But, Rena, Rena have you got uh, uh, ugly feet? Is that why you like wearing a shoe? No, I have lovely feet. They're oh! the most gorgeous part about me. I not only don't go anywhere without shoes, I have a shoe calendar that I have on my desk. I collect miniature shoes. Some people collect teaspoons. I can't understand why. Right. Miniature shoes are much better. I have three sons that I never let go anywhere without shoes. That's incredible. What, shoe fan. Where, do you, where do you get a small shoe for like a shoe collection? Um, they're just like little miniature shoes. You can people know me and I get them as gift snap, but they're called the right shoe and they have a story and they can be from the eighteen hundreds or they can be a modern shoe or and they're all different ones. Kim but you Kim but you like wearing your shoes too, don't you? Look, I absolutely wear shoes. Shane, do you not remember when management came to us and said you all need to stop wearing thongs because it looks yeah. low rent? Oh, do you have it to say that on rent. the? Do you have to I say that on the air because I wear thongs? That's a reminder. No, yes, well, I I it looks thongs, cheap. I hate thongs, but I don't care where you wear them. Okay, thanks, <laughs> okay, Rena. Thanks, Rena. <laughs> well, there's one moment in the trenches well, with you, mate. Yeah. Got to get somebody in the trenches with me, Anna uh, from Kingsley. Are you in the trenches, love? Oh, I am. I hate shoes. Yeah, thank you. I absolutely detest shoes. Mm. Um, I've got a husband who doesn't like them either. He wears he wears a slipper that has and but he has a sock in it. You know those slip on slippers. Yep. yep. Yeah, he actually wears socks with them, but he hates wearing shoes. And I, I I detest. I actually went to work in slippers once. 
You did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. You're mighty comfortable, <laughs> Anna. Did anyone uh, actually uh, notice to say you got no, slippers on? No, he was actually my boss was very good, but it, I, I just I just said no. I'm, I've got to wear these. I can't wear my shoes anymore. Well done. Are killing me. That's very <laughs> so untidy, Anna. Definitely with you, Shane. Thanks, <laughs> love. Shane's wearing his slippers tomorrow morning. <laughs> Let's wrap it up with Kylie. Kylie, in the trenches. Yes. No, no, no. My husband is with you. I am not. <laughs> Why is that? He likes to go barefoot wherever he can. Like, I don't mind thongs. I'm not I'm definitely not against thongs, but not not with barefoot. No, I don't like the barefoot. I remember I worked with a guy in radio called Ben Wosley, mm. and we went to, uh, we were working in Caratha at the time, and he walked into the shopping centre with no shoes on. And hey, I said, Caratha, mate, man. you're not walking with me. <laughs> We, well, we went to Ikea the other night and he had no shoes right. and we're walking around Ikea with him with no shoes. Hey, Kylie, you know, I often wonder, I see people around the place with no <laughs> shoes on. Does he ever cut his feet or anything? No, he doesn't. And he tries to encourage our children to not wear shoes. Hey. I've got two girls. They're yeah. girls, not boys. Oh, God. <laughs> Kylie, you're going to get the award, right? The uh, caller oh, of the day. Yeah. How, old you, how, how old are your girls? Because they love the Peppa Pig thing. Uh, they are just turned six um, uh, yesterday yep. and seven. Oh, well, Peppa Pig has no shoes on. Uh, live Big Splash. You go, <laughs> you go to the show direct from London's West End. Tickets on sale awesome. at au. You've won some for being a caller of the day. Good on you, Carlos. Thank you very much. That's Kylie from Ballsbrook. Isuzu are talking amazing deals on D-Max Ute with a 4x4 LSM from just thirty nine nine ninety. drive away. And Clezzy, Shane and Kimber are talking footy with Matt Prittis from the West Coast Eagles. Fresh off a wonderful win and an emotional game against the Adelaide Crows. Matty Prittis, how are you, Brownlow man? I'm very well, guys. It's good to be here. Matt, let's talk about that second quarter, 8 goals 7. <laughs> how good was that to watch on telly? <laughs> <laughs> it was good to be a part of. Um, but it was. Yeah, the boys were... Just on fire. Um, Adelaide came and they were, they were fantastic. Their efforts, um, you know, were superb. We kicked the first three goals and they kicked the next six. So um, we addressed a lot of things at quarter time. And to the boys' credit, um, we did exactly what the coaches wanted and we got the result on the scoreboard. I've never seen so many players smiling and hugging each other. There was a lot of love on the park there, wasn't there, Matt? <laughs> yeah, we're playing a lot. Of, we're playing United footy. We're playing for each other and it's enjoyable. Yeah. Kimber, I Matt, know you, the boys he- were telling me, Sorry, Clezzy and Shane were just telling me yesterday how you are smiling so much that it looks like you're actually smiling like while you're playing. You're having such a good time that you you know you're just completely invested in it. Absolutely, we we love footy, and I suppose when you're winning, it's uh, there's no better job. So um, yeah, from a young boy, um, I'm just living the dream. It's great, Matt. We have asked you before, mate, about uh, how you don't like the one thing you don't like, and you don't get cranky that often. Is people who don't put in. But it must be unreal to have your teammates put again. And I look at that midfield now, and it's not just Gaff, it's not just Maston, it's not just Shuey around you, but the young guys as well are playing really well. That must be a real joy right now. Absolutely. Everyone's playing their role. Um, we, we've worked extremely hard um, you know, off the field um, for, for a couple of years now, and we're starting to get the results. So, um, you know, And that's just going to keep getting us better and better because we demand high standards, and we, we want to make sure we're playing finals footy this year. You talk about working hard. How hard does Dean Cox have to work for a ruck? You know, coach, does he just say to Nick, you know, how you did it last time, just do that again? Jump really high? (laughs) Pretty much. It's got the easiest job in the world, I reckon. But uh, he's worked closely with him for a few years now. So, and playing with him is probably the best relationship you can have when you're teaching. So, um, they've got a great bond and um, he's doing a great job with Callum Sinclair and Scotty Lysett, too. Yeah, damn right.
Very cool. I'm a bit out of the loop, Matt. Can you tell me, are Collingwood actually, you know, are they serious contenders? Because they go from being premiership winners to just not having much, not being much chop. Collingwood are always a, a very strong side. You know, they, um, their last three weeks, they've lost by under 10 points against the best sides in the comp, Freo, mm. Hawks, and Port Adelaide last week were fantastic. So we know we've got a great game um, ahead of us. Uh, we're excited about that challenge in Melbourne too. So... Um, yeah, we've got to win this one. Yeah. Okay, so would you have thought things would be so good at this stage of the year when your fairest and best player does his knee and he's not playing and to see Eric McKenzie back on the track actually running tentatively this week is pretty cool. It's so exciting to see him up and uh, up and going. He's... Um that first run can be a little bit nerve-wracking, mm. and uh, he got through it, uh, big smile on his face, and you know, from here, he'll just keep building and building, and you know, round one next year is a long way away, but um, that's what he's got his eyes set on. Mate, I went to war on wearing shoes. You're not a shoe wearer? No, I love me thongs too, mate. And yeah. what's the story about the club? You can't wear thongs at the club? Oh, it's just it's just a professional thing. We want to make sure we're looking after our feet. Um, <laughs> See, because they yeah. look low rent, Shane. No, it's yeah. not to do with that. Actually, evidently, they cut the thongs up if you wear them. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, one we brought in this year. <laughs> That's and, funny. Uh, I like that. Yeah, there's been a couple of culprits, and my thongs are a bit too uh, precious to be worn into the club. I like them too much. Oh, so, absolutely. We'll do the righty. You've got some gold-plated habbies or something, have you? <laughs> so who does it? Is it like a big ceremony, and uh, Sim- Adam Simpson comes and cuts them up in front of the boys? No, I don't know, actually. I think it's our... Property man, right? Okay. Does it um, while we're out in the track? So yeah, you got to look after those feet, mate. Excellent. Hey, thanks, Britta. All the best against the pies. Thanks, guys. Excited. This Clazy Shane and Kimber podcast is now done, but support on your Rams home loan never finishes. Rams home loans are always just a phone call away.